Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Pointless uh-huh. exercise in monarchy. <laughs> oh, easy Yay, now. it's back. Okay, Woo-hoo. that's one take. Always a joy to welcome Deborah Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal, to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Deborah, thank you for honoring with us with your presence once again. Good morning, gentlemen. There was a huge controversy last time you were on. I'm not sure you were aware of this. Uh, did it reach your ears? I, Joe Getty, stumblingly and rushingly introduced you as White Horse, White, White House correspondent. I said, I've been accused of accusing you of prostitution, which was obviously slip of the tongue. Merely my own, you know, mush mouthed slip of the tongue. So, in case that comes up on Twitter or something like that, I wanted you to hear it from me. It's incompetence, which. Should not it's be a surprise. Incompetence, isn't it? And lack of enunciation. <laughs> Around here, it is. <laughs> so, w- was the White House happy to hear or scared to hear that the 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 story that Mueller might be wrapping up his investigation soon? You have any idea? 
I'm sure they were happy to hear it, but, you know, I don't know how true it is. True. I I just, I mean, we know that, that that's um, what Whitaker said, the acting attorney general, but uh, there are reasons to think that things are going to keep going on for a while. The fact that he just indicted Roger Stone, that case is going to continue. Now, it's possible that, that the DOJ will take over that case. Um, so I don't, you know, I think I think that the White House has always believed that the investigation will not find Russian collusion with the campaign, and if it does end soon, uh, that may well be the case. I'm astounded at how long I have to be reminded at how long the Mueller investigation's been going on. It's really it's been, dragged on. What is it? Is it two years? It's well, it started uh, before Mueller, of course, headed it. And it started in 2016. Right. Yeah, but that's right. All the congressional committees were going over it. I heard Devin Nunez point out the other day that they said Roger Stone did not collude. They've already figured that out. So he's he's thinking the trial should be really, really interesting. But So, Deborah, you hang around and talk to people and everything like that. If, if I read the Washington Post or various other publications, they have... A, a story it would seem weekly of how the president's in the worst spot of his presidency and now he's hunkered down in a room yelling at, you know, a goldfish in a bowl. I mean, he's just really lost it, feeling the pressure, no friends. Um, and there were stories like that last week. Uh, what's the mood there? you have any idea? Well, I mean, it is, as, as I said the last time, it's been weird to go over there during the shutdown. The, the, the door to get into lower press is often locked. Uh, it was locked. I, I did pool this weekend. It was locked the whole time I was there. You, you just don't have any the, – the, the openness that one once saw is not there the way it was before. And for, I don't I'm know sorry, if it comes back or not. I'm sorry to jump in, but for those of us who are not hip to it, is that like I'd watch the West Wing and the reporters would wander down and talk to the, the press people and just have informal chats and ask them a question and that sort of thing? Is that what happens down there? Well, okay, so you, you see Sarah Sanders when she comes out for the the, uh, the monthly daily press briefing, right? Mm-hmm. And she comes in through a door, and that door leads to what they call lower press, and that's where some of the press people work. Uh, that's where the Wranglers work. The Wranglers are the people who organize everything when the, when the press goes somewhere. They, they take care of that. And then you walk through some more stairs. There's a Secret Service guy there, and then there's upper press, and that's where Sarah Sanders' office is. Um, she has a fireplace, by the way. Awesome, nice. Yeah, nice. And um, and so so you will see people lining up there. Do we just sort of chat? No. The the deal is that you have to sort of. They don't like you wandering all over the place, right? But you do. You can go up there and ask questions, which we do. So then, what uh, has changed that you say is uh, less access than you had before? Well, locked doors. Uh, for a large part of the shutdown, they just and there was no, and and the place was not fully staffed, so you just didn't see people. And there just seemed to be, and you know, I'd go in looking for someone. There'd be no one in lower press. You go up to upper press, and the doors are closed. Uh, there, you know, they were they they were meeting. They obviously, it's sort of you, you get I think into a siege mentality when when something like this happens, like a shutdown, and everybody's wondering what's going to happen next. So your question is, does it come back to the way it was before, or are they in kind of a permanent siege mentality? It never comes back to the way it was before. I mean, that's the thing that that I've learned. For example, um, so everybody's, what happened to the daily briefing, right? And during the midterms, the president would travel, which means that there would be a gaggle with the president or more likely a press secretary or deputy press secretary. And the White House would say, well, we're not going to do a briefing because we have a gaggle today. 
And that gets expanded so that if Trump starts talking to the pool when he goes on his way to Marine One, well, we don't have to do it that way, that everything else. And then all of a sudden they're just gone. And we just don't have daily briefings anymore. This uh, Yesterday's was the first for 2019. Uh, it was the first since December 18. And I just don't think we're ever going to get back to the way it had been before. It's the first daily briefing in a month. You see the term dailies right there in the name. Wow. So uh, we're talking to Deborah Saunders, the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You know, it's it's so troubling. It's well-documented and oft-discussed that the Bush administration became fairly closed compared to uh, the Clinton administration. Then Obama made the Bush administration look like your great aunt who won't shut up. And then now the Trump administration, for various reasons, is more closed than than Obama's shop was. Um, this is not good for America. Well, you know, I, I I mean, look, I know a lot of people listening. They hate the media and they hate people like me. I get that. Uh, and 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 I'm I'm not going to get on my high horse about how everybody should communicate with us. I'll I'll just say I don't even I don't think it's that great for this White House because there are a lot of people who want to cover this White House and tell the story about what's going on. Sure. And they're not they're not being given the chance that they that they would like to have to do that. So um, and 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 it's just sort of it's sad to see. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, look at Trump does talk to the press. You saw him in the Rose Garden on Friday. And he talked extensively. Uh, well, actually, he didn't take questions, did he? Right? That was another time. That right. Was the time before. He, right. That was the time before. He did not take questions because, of course, he just lost the shutdown. And I think that they're, you know, they're trying to regroup, and they're, and they're trying to see what happens next. Obviously, the State of the Union will give them a chance, perhaps, to reset or not. Yeah, your point, though, about how you don't think it's good for the administration, it was funny. As you were saying that, my eyes were flicking down a list of uh, headlines, and the Huawei story popped up. And I-, I pictured Sarah Sanders forcefully making the case that we're through being abused by the Chinese Communist government and its lackey corporations. And this is why we're in a wrestling match with the Chinese. And and this is something the president ha- is doing that I happen to agree with completely. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like a great opportunity to hammer that point and grab some headlines. But, you know, like you say, they're hunkered down for, for better and worse. And, and, I mean, look at the stories that are happening right now. During the briefing yesterday, they talked about Venezuela and the sanctions against Maduro, right? And that's, that's a big story. And that's something that I think a lot of people from the left and the right can cheer the White House for, right? We've got these negotiations with Afghanistan. And uh, it's, it's amazing how sensible a, a policy could seem. You know, we don't know what's in it yet. We don't know how it's going to work out. But how much they can seem when it's not announced on a tweet, right? Yeah, and, and 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 then you're right. This Huawei story—they're really getting tough with with China in the middle of these trade talks, and 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 this these are all great stories. Uh, it, but there's all—I mean—but the, the the thing is, it's hard to take your eyes off the Trump presidency or the Trump show, right? The Trump show—if if you're going to cover one story in a day, it's hard to get to the other stuff when when you have this. Uh, when you have all these things happening before your eyes and, 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 and how Trump handles the shutdown, I think is going to really give us an idea, some insight into how the rest of the presidency will go. Well, in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about, you know, the ultimate fruit of the shutdown, I guess, with the immigration policy and and the fence barrier wall. Final question from me. Uh, this is just a, a gut question, Deborah Saunders. 
Your years of journalism. Very few years. You're very young. Um, <laughs> the uh, the, fi- the John Bolton's pad with the 5,000 troops to Columbia, My, I say clearly intended to be seen. I should hope so. <laughs> I mean, okay. So for if folks are not familiar, you know, the, the big meeting at the White House, the press was allowed, cameras and stuff, and he's holding quite openly a yellow legal pad with practically nothing written on it, but one of the two lines was 5,000 troops to Columbia. And initially, Which you'd have to write down because you might forget if you didn't write that down. <laughs> I, I just remembered it here, and I'm a sleep-deprived talk show host. So, yeah, that seemed pretty clear, huh? Yeah, you know, it's funny because there was a, during a, 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 something in, in the East Wing of the White House where they were discussing gun control, Trump had, somebody had given him a, a list of things to do, like basically seem sympathetic and there are all those things like that. Right. That was not meant to be seen. Yes, I have to believe that this was meant to be seen. Good fair, one. Fair enough. Deborah J. Saunders is the White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Deborah, great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Joe. Go get them. So they figured out how to play the game. They figured out that the press now reads everybody's uh, post-it notes or whatever. And so you, you get some messages out there that way. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's funny. Funny. Holding the pad so it can be read. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you see that? You weren't supposed cool. to see that. Perhaps you'll want to write about that. Wolf Blitzer called that very significant, very significant indeed. <sighs> Wolf Blitzer. Let me. Uh, <clears throat> here's Joe Getty Theater. Portraying a wolf blitzer brain cell. Hello! Oh, Is there anyone else here? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, five ways the Mueller investigate. The Mueller hold the whole Mueller thing could end. <laughs> or just five ways it could end. Oh, and, uh, okay. And it was announced yesterday that it's nearing the end. Wow, so finally. We'll go through those. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And I wanted to clarify the word independent, which I view uh, merely as a designation on the ballot. And Don't what, help elect Trump, you egotistical billionaire <laughs> That guy clearly, clearly once ordered, ordered a soy latte and got regular milk. I mean, he is just steamed, if you'll pardon the pun. Um, that is uh, Schultz, the former Starbucks CEO. Uh, he's uh, Welcome to the world of politics, Mr. Schultz. Well, that guy's name is Bo, and every time he gets a coffee, they call Bob. Bob. <laughs> you egotistical billionaire a-hole. Sit down. I love that stuff so much. As opposed to everybody else running for president, who their egos are completely in check. Oh, so, hey, listen. Now, we will deliver for you the five possible outcomes of the of the Mueller investigation. There aren't many ways it can go. There's only a handful. Before the, before the hour is over. Before the hour strikes noon. Do you promise? Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. it's noon somewhere, yes. pour me one. Yes, this hour. All I right. Promise. I just couldn't. Can I pepper spray you in the face? Yes, but I could Yes, but wait a minute. 
Go ahead. All I right. Couldn't, I couldn't do to myself or the listener. Right. Go from talking to Deborah Saunders about the Mueller investigation to more Mueller investigation. I just couldn't do that to All myself. Right. Fair enough. But I want to come through for the listeners. You we said we would just to go billionaire a-hole. Now, you're kind of a, a rugged farm guy, so you can take a pepper spraying in the face. Oh, yeah. I don't even I don't even blink. Will you agree to this? <laughs> I like get to pepper for him. I get to pepper spray both you and positive Sean in oh, the face. Wow. Well, there. So now I have I a hostage. Are you still feeling so? tough all right so you will get that before the end of the hour i'm told there is a late night joke off is that correct yeah and i like the sound of this this is about howard schultz announcing he's running for president i will grade each joke and the bottom grade getter will be banned from comedy for life let it yes a rare four pack we have four contestants in this one let it begin i will run as a centrist independent outside of the two-party system Okay, I don't know if this is his plan or not, but after hearing him speak, now I need a coffee. This is my plan to run for president. Also, his announcement sounds like a really complicated Starbucks order, right? When he's like, a centrist independent. Sounds like someone would order that. Can I get a centrist independent outside of the two-party system? No foam, no foam. (laughs) Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz, the uh, former CEO of Starbucks, uh, is talking about running. His policy is he wants to build a wall around Dunkin' Donuts. That's what he's... (laughs) I heard that former Starbucks CEO, Howard Schultz, is thinking about running for president. Meanwhile, the CEO of Dunkin' Donuts is thinking about running a meth lab out of every store. Former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz tweeted yesterday that he is considering running for president. When asked if he's a Democrat or a Republican, he said half and half. So every joke involved the Starbucks angle of it. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. He's going to have trouble shaking that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, clearly. This is a rarity. Uh, Noah, there from The Daily Show with a B. Conan gets a B. Fallon gets a B. Myers with a C+. But, because Noah is deducted a full grade Ah. for being a foreigner taking (laughs) comedy jobs Americans would do. Gets him every time. Full grade. He gets a C. He's banned from comedy for life. (laughs) Even though it was a pretty solid bit. So, Schultz calling himself whatever he is, a nonpartisan centrist or whatever. I mean, he, he, uh... He had a lot of really lefty ideas with education and this sort of stuff. He's really worried about the debt. Which... Hammered fiscal responsibility. And then he said the idea of free health care for all was as ridiculous as the wall. Said too expensive. In his mind. He was on the Can't CBS early show today. He talked a little more, more about a couple of these things. Well, you just played uh, Senator Harris as saying she wants to abolish the insurance industry. That's That's not correct. That's not American. I mean... The, the Republicans want to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. I don't agree with that. The Affordable Care Act should stay and it should be refined. But to think we should get rid of the insurance industry, again, this is exactly the situation. It's, it's far too extremes on both sides, and the silent majority of America does not have a voice. If politics were about ideas and policy, um, I, would l- I would really like his chances, even though I don't like some of his policies. But politics is about getting and holding power, period. And if they have to give you a little policy, they'd like to avoid it. Some good, wise policy, they'll do it. But he's going to find a, find it very, very difficult to get support anywhere from the political structures that exist in America. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, we've got some more clips we'll, we'll, we'll play throughout the show of him on the early show. But if he's on a stage with Kamala Harris in front of most people and she says, I'm going to give free health care to everybody, they're going to cheer like mad. And he's going to say, 
That doesn't make any sense financially. Boo! 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 Tax the rich! Yeah, nobody cares whether it makes you sense You egotistical billionaire <laughs> a-hole! <laughs> That's going to be the go-to. <laughs> oh, boy. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Uh, China-U.S. battle over high-tech theft boiling over right now. El Chapo, will he testify? And who is going to win the Super Bowl? Science of sorts comes through with the answer for Science! Yes. <laughs> Quote-unquote science. Science has answered the question. Because yes. science is one thing. It's monolithic. <laughs> yes. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I need to dress better. That should have been one of my New Year's resolutions. But I'm riding up on the elevator with a guy, and I say to him, that's a nice-looking watch. And then I can tell, went by, into the, a defensive I can tell by the look <laughs> in his eyes, because I, I look like I'm, you know, can I have some change? I look like that person. He thought, oh, my that. God, this guy's going to hit me on the back of the head and wow. take my watch as wow. soon as I get off of my floor. So did you? No. I mean, as long as he thinks that of you. You know? He's wearing one of your gold Rolex president watches like Tony Soprano watch. Oh, That's a cool watch. Yeah. That's a statement watch. I don't have the nerve. That's the LBJ watch. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. <laughs> uh, I got I, a question. What? I have a fake Rolex that I'm afraid to wear because I think somebody might think I got $1,000 oh, on my wrist. Or, or probably way more than that. Even. You'd yeah. really hate to have somebody knock out your teeth for a fake watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you have fake teeth. <laughs> Right. That's all right. <laughs> Joke's on you, mugger. News <laughs> news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a battle is heating up. The U.S. has filed criminal charges against Chinese tech giant Huawei, accusing it of nearly two dozen crimes. This is... This... And I don't care who you are, which way you swing politically. This is the Trump administration rolling up its sleeves and doing some really hard work that's going to pay dividends for America for a long time. What what they're doing on trade is, to me, great. No qualifiers. No, on the other hand, no, it's just great. China's been exploiting the hell out of us for such a long time. Originally, well, we're an emerging market. Our people are poor. We need help. Plus, our perception was, well, if they grow up uh, economically, they'll be a really good market for us, etc. Sure. But those days have passed. They're an economic superpower, and they get away with stuff that is just outrageous, but no more. U.S. accusing the company of nearly two dozen crimes, including trying to steal trade secrets from T-Mobile, promising bonuses to employees who got confidential information on competitors, and violating U.S. sanctions against Iran. Now, I just have become aware of this recently, that all companies in China under their system are an extension of the government. Yes. And any foreign company that goes in has to leave their doors unlocked and let the Chinese government come in and steal anything they want. That's the deal to do business in China. And it's outrageous. Along with this, formal charges were also unveiled against Huawei's chief financial officer, Meng Wanzhou, who the U.S. wants to extradite after she got arrested by Canada last month. Huawei denying any wrongdoing and saying it was disappointed in the U.S. actions while the Chinese government blasted the charges, accusing the U.S. of using its, quote, state power to smear and crack down on targeted Chinese companies in an attempt to kill their normal and legal business operations. Oh, please. 
And there is a, a subset of uh, uh, certainly tech heads that want to separate the, the espionage aspect of like, oh, no, Huawei, this is, no, it's a really quality phone. Well, the only reason that they have that good technology in the first place is because they stole it from yep. American companies. And it's so clearly going to be bugged or chipped or right. whatever to, Correct. to continue to steal and spy and the rest of it. I, oh, please, the idea of buying Chinese technology to me is insane. And you know who's really selling out this country? And, and politicians on both sides deserve your sides deserve your contempt, my friends. But the politicians getting on the the news, uh, the TV, and the rest of it talking about and the Trump trade war with China, the damage it's done to the economy. They know. I promise you, they know how good this is and how necessary it is. And except for the really, really stupid ones, they understand. Okay. This is uh, this is a tough putt. This is going to be some bare knuckled, nasty, long, uncomfortable negotiations. They know that to get to a good spot where future trade relations will be much more amicable and 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 fair on both sides. All these politicians know that, but they they talk at you. They try to convince you that this is some sort of betrayal of America, even as they know it's good policy. It just ugh, they disgust me. Also, some of our allies, you know, like we're not going to use the Huawei five G system. Right. Obviously, but uh, some of our allies, like Germany and others, are. Yeah. It looks like, which They're is fools. really troubling. They are fools. After a weekend of publicity and TV news appearances, Roger Stone's getting ready to appear before a federal judge who may look to silence the Donald Trump confidant. Perhaps order him to stop talking to the cameras before trial. Stone is going to be pleading not guilty in a Washington court today to charges he lied to Congress and engaged in witness tampering, the case stemming from special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. I'm a free speech freak. I want more ideas shared. I want more speech. I want more, you know, on campuses and all of it. On the other hand, it's pretty clear to me Roger Stone is trying to get to the jury pool as hard as he can. You know, and, and frame perceptions. Right. He's a smart well, guy. It's possible that the FBI was trying to get to the jury pool with right. their uh, their guns and their CNN. Right, yeah. Yeah, but Roger Stone has been in the business of shaping perceptions his entire career, so he's trying to do it now, and I don't blame him. He's good at it. El Chapo's defense team begins its case today after the prosecutors wrapped up a 10-week presentation in federal court in Brooklyn. The lawyers for the accused Mexican drug lord are expected to call two witnesses today, but El Chapo will not be among them. He told the judge yesterday he will not testify in his own defense ending weeks of speculation he might. I heard a dude who uh, devotes an entire podcast to this trial. He has a daily podcast talking about the El Chapo trial. Right. He said he wasn't sure if the defense would call uh, Chapo up to the stand, um, but he said they might as well. They got nothing to lose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, uh, to me, the only question is, can they get 12 jurors with the nerve right. to say guilty, Your Honor? All right. Are you ready for some football? Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Oh, squad, ready? Madden NFL 19 simulation of Sunday's Super Bowl 53 matchup is out, and it has the Los Angeles Rams beating the Patriots 30 to 27. Oh, wow, a nail biter! Yes. Well, the real winner of the Super Bowl is the American people for getting to watch Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> But so you have the Rams winning. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, Madden does. You got to take it all with a grain of salt, however, because the Madden simulation was wrong last year. Since they started uh-huh. doing the annual forecast, though, Madden NFL's correctly predicted the Super Bowl winner ten out of 
14 times. Okay. That's your, uh, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> 10 out of 14. 10 and 4. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd imagine a number of those games were a pretty foregone conclusion. Um, but that's pretty good. There's been a lot of close ones in the last mm-hmm. decade and a half, actually. So, yeah. um, There's only a few different ways the Mueller investigation can end up. There was an announcement yesterday from the acting attorney general that he says it's wrapping up soon. What does soon mean? I had to behold her. Does he actually know? I don't know. But anyway, if it does wrap up, it can only go a few directions. According to the website 538, here are the five ways the Mueller investigation could end. Oh, boy. More opportunity for wagers, too. You bet on this sort of stuff? Man. Oh, yeah. I hear Super Bowl, I think, propositions. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. No, it's like it's the latest fad running for president. Mm-hmm. It's like it's uh, it's like planking or you know the Tide Pod challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's online. It's like you got to do it. Right, right, right. My friend did it. You got to do it. Yeah. There are more uh, Democrats running than there are Netflix specials right now. You know what Conan is most proud of? I saw uh, some YouTube video with him and Andy Richter the other day. What is that? He wrote the Monorail Simpsons episode. Oh, yep. that's his that's his career oh, highlight. Well, he'll have my respect for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, monorail, monorail. <laughs> Sorry, mom. The the mob has spoken. <laughs> um, so the, man, that was that was a long time back. Man. Oh yeah, jeez, yeah. That's a thirty year old reference. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> dang near. Uh, so yesterday, the acting attorney general said the Mueller investigation is ending soon. Nobody knows what soon means. Soon by government standards. <laughs> we'll have the deficit under control soon. <laughs> he wasn't talking about that. He was there to talk about. What was he there to talk about? I Venezuela. Know. Something else. Something completely unrelated. And somebody threw that question out. And he said, yeah, the Mueller, the Mueller uh, probe is wrapping up soon. Everybody's like, what? That's the headline. Yeah, wow. Um, Good. So, according to 538, there are five different ways it could end. Uh, You're going to quibble with one of them. I'm a quibbler. Probably more than quibble. That rules out one. That gets you down to four. Two of them, I think, are pretty obvious. Then that leaves us with the other two. The obvious two are, he's found pretty danged guilty of something that the vast majority of us would find abhorrent, including... All of the Democrats and enough people in the Republican Party that it's just over. Donald J. Trump, you're talking Donald about. Donald J. Trump, the president. Okay. That's it, one possibility. Yeah. I don't think that's the likely one, but that All is right. obviously one possibility uh, in this investigation. He was so deeply uh, in bed with Russia, we will all uh, be angry. Yeah, okay. it would um, it would uh, shed a legal battle in which the Supreme Court might have to finally nail down the longtime constitutional hypothetical of whether or not the president can be charged uh, indicted, all that sort of stuff. Right. Nobody's really wrangled that through before because in the, well, the only time this has ever happened, uh, the heavyweights in the president's own party went to him and said, look, it's over. Right, yeah. And, and that uh, would have leaked already. 
uh, is my opinion. So if I it was anything yeah, like that, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. I don't think that one's likely, but that's one of the the okay. options. The right. other obvious option is um, they find no obstruction of justice and no uh, no criminal work with a foreign adversary, and it's just okay. So that's an option, right? I think we all, we all just recognize politics on both end, both ends. Um, and a non-satisfying one you'll quibble with is the the findings are not made public. Oh. I don't think there's any chance of that. Well, I will Mueller's tell you... findings aren't made public, so we don't know whether Trump is implicated in wrongdoing. Well, I why would I quibble? I'm not quibbling. Hmm. I will offer one comment that is non-quibblesome. There will be certain parts of it that are redacted for national security be, purposes, be. and they will be enough to convince Americans on one or both sides, or all sides, or whatever... Uh, that 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 something we should know has been withheld from us and and will lead to all sorts of theories. Sure, which yeah. gets the political part. So two of them are mostly legal things. Mm-hmm. He's he's guilty. He's he's cleared. Right. Everything in the middle is a legal is a political thing. Yes. And it's going to be up to Nancy Pelosi and her party and how much of each party uh, gets a hold of whatever. So another opportunity, Trump is implicated in obstruction of justice. He isn't implicated in Russian attempts to influence the election, but there is evidence that he illegally or inappropriately tried to stymie Mueller's investigation. This will be a giant political thing. Um, The legal risks are very low because an obstruction of justice case would be very hard to make, especially against a president of the United States. But obviously, politically, how many of the Democrats of Nancy Pelosi's group says we have to impeach over that? Can right. she control them? Do yeah. they? Where yeah. does that go? You know, oh, Ben, would that eat up a lot of our country's time? There are various aspects of these, this thing that uh, if you were a really good, honest person of, of a good conscience, I could picture one person arguing till they were red in the face that that is clearly obstruction of justice. And another good, honest, decent person shouting till spittle was flying from their mouth that that was not obstruction of justice. That was just managing the federal government. And so, or just the argument of you can't have a president who obstructs justice versus he obstructed something that didn't happen. You don't boot a president out of office for covering up something that didn't happen. That will be the other side of the argument. Yes. Yeah. And then we get back to the, the great undecided legal question of indictments or whatever. I mean, then you're really into it. He covered up cooperating with Russia, even though he didn't. We need to indict the sitting president. I mean, you want a mess. Yeah. Uh, Trump. And then the final one that's a possibility. Trump isn't accused of wrongdoing, but someone close to him is. And uh, the legal mess that that would start and whether or not he would pardon somebody. Ronald Reagan survived the Iran-Contra investigation. He got very close to Ronald Reagan, his secretary of defense, but he was not implicated and survived that. Would the same thing happen for Trump? And then what political fallout would there be if Trump um, pardoned somebody, for instance, Donald Trump Jr.? Right. Who was implicated. Yeah. Those are really your only scenarios. Yeah. Well, and most of them are unsatisfying. Each one of them has a tremendous amount of gray area to yep. it. Yep. And so, you know, the cable shouters will shout on cable. <laughs> the idea that this is going to be over the day Mueller comes out, pretty low chance of that. Sean, I'm sorry, your pacing is distracting For me. some oh, people. Sorry. Why are you For... pacing? Are you expecting a baby? Or No, I've just been trying not to sit as much, and oh. I guess I can't stand still. 
I didn't the, even realize I was doing it. Thank you for the, right, all right. It's my pleasure. The, I'll alert you to everything you do that annoys me if you'd like. N- yes. Not not taking into account the the, the five to fifteen percent on either side that are going to be unhappy no matter what. I'm, sure. I'm not even talking yeah. about that. Right. Um, it's going to be a mess most likely. Oh yeah. I think eighty percent likely that it's a giant gray area. That is argued about endlessly, both legally and politically. That's guaranteed. <laughs> it really is. I mean, okay, we're putting aside the 5 to 15% who you couldn't... I mean, if 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 there were indisputable proof of one thing or the other, they would not budge right. a bit. Putting those people aside there, yes, it's going to be just mostly gray area. And And even if there's not legal gray area... There will be ethical gray area. How much is too much? If, if if Roger Stone gets a call from somebody who says WikiLeaks has unbelievable dirt on Hillary Clinton, and he thinks to himself, WikiLeaks, I've heard they're kind of tied up with Russia. But he goes ahead and he calls. He says, what you got? What is that? Is it is it nasty? Is it unethical? Is it... An American, according to some, is it illegal but a wishy-washy? Or is it, you know, shooting somebody in the belly and taking their fake Rolex? <laughs> I mean, How about this one? The phone call Donald Trump Jr. got from a blocked number after the meeting or during the meeting, the famous tower meeting, if that was his dad and they proved that, Donald Trump Jr. lied to Congress, maybe lied to the FBI about that. How big a deal is that to you? He, and they, they say, no, the, the meeting, that's not a problem. They didn't collude with Russia. They didn't do anything untoward. But right. Donald Trump Jr. lied to Congress right. about that being whether or not it was his dad. Mm-hmm. How much does that bother you? Uh, well, you, I, you might be in the camp. Well, you can't be lying. You can't have the president's son got to go to jail. He can't be lying to Congress. Sure. Or, he, yeah, he lied. It's part of the whole politics thing. Right. Right. Deny, 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 which was always the, the Clinton strategy. Uh-huh. Bill and Hill, that was always their strategy. Deny everything. Make it doesn't, them yes. everything. Yes. It doesn't bother yes. me. She's that, admitting that, ironically. Yes. It bothered me at the time, but it doesn't bother me in retrospect, I think as an older, wiser gentleman, mm-hmm. that Bill Clinton lied about whether or not he had sex with Monica Lewinsky under oath. That doesn't bother me. Mm. So you just to hell with the Constitution, then. <laughs> Put your hand on the Bible, and then, I don't know, throw it across the room or the urinate Bible. on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting, folks, isn't it? Um, here's here's Donald. What Donald Jr. says, he holds a press conference immediately. He goes, Roger Stone. Is he the indeed. one they portray on Saturday Night Live as dumb or no, smart? That's, that's Eric. Eric is the one they portray Eric's as dumb. The, 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 on Saturday Night on Live. On Saturday Night Live. How can you watch that filth? <laughs> Neither one is presented as an intellectual titan. True. I have a feeling Don Jr. is a hell of a lot smarter than they give him credit for. Anyway, but if I'm Don Jr., I go Roger Stone. Charged with line of Congress, I uh, I go out immediately. I'm uh, I'm assuming in this scenario that that it seems fairly clear that he did, um, and the evidence is solid. I go out there and I say, from the moment my father was nominated through the election, through the inauguration, he has been attacked by the media at every every quarter, every moment. For uh, at times legitimate beefs, but mostly illegitimate. The Democrats in Congress have been trying to drag down this presidency from the moment it started while we've been trying to. Then he goes into bring our boys home from Afghanistan, which is sincere. 
get our trade relationship with the world straight so it benefits American workers and American industry. He hits a list of that. He gets him impassioned. He said, so yeah, when Democrats in Congress say, did you talk to your dad? I didn't want to get my dad in trouble, even though we didn't do anything illegal. I was denying everything because I was so damned mad. And then you yell freedom. Freedom! Um, and I'm telling you, that might work that'll politically, play great but, politically. But he might be, you know, prosecuted for lying to Congress. He's lying to Congress. Then, then you say, oh, one final note. It's okay to lie in Congress. And then he hits two, three, four <laughs> different things. Mentions Eric Holder. Oh, but I go to jail for lying to Congress. I thought this was America. <laughs> then Fine. You, then you yell freedom again. Freedom! <laughs> For the cameras this time. <laughs> I'm telling you, that in play. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at Fisher homes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home hey guys you know what this playground could use a wine country huh a redwood forest would be cool ski slopes wait did we just invent california discover why california is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com